From the Summer Skate Studios, this is Analytics and Eyeballs, brought to you by Top Golf. At every Top Golf, it's about fun, climate-controlled bays, increased safety measures, with your choice of games as well as our sports bar and restaurant. See your local Top Golf or go to topgolf.com. Summer skates, shower shoes, and koozies customized for yourself or your entire team. Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos from coast to coast and beyond. Wherever you need to be, Caesars has a destination that suits your style. Jets Pizza, with six different styles of pizza, eight different types of crust. To go with all of our fresh toppings, you can let your pizza cravings run wild. Peterson Toyota, earning the trust of our loyal customers at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins every day for over 50 years. Metro by T-Mobile. Go to MetroByTMobile.com to find your perfect plan all of which come with the power of T-Mobile's 5G network. M-Drive, our boost and burn is especially designed to help you get active, get lean, and burn fat. Get yours at mdriveformen.com. Liberty University, strengthen your faith and your game at liberty.edu. Koreans and Suites, find out why we say our home is your home. Visit us at druryhotels.com. And by Jesse Ray's Barbecue, award-winning barbecue for your next catered event, concert at Allegiant Stadium, or at the restaurant at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Here are your hosts, Scott Strandy and Paul Hornstein. All right. Well, welcome in, hockey fans. It is Monday night, which means it's time for analytics and eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you. I'll give you some uh, numbers for the analytics part. Uh, about 110 degrees here in Phoenix, Arizona today, where I am at. My co-host is always Paul Hornstein on that palatial estate, which is about 15,000 square feet of palatial estate, I'm told. Paul, how uh, are you? Maybe <laughs> millimeters. <laughs> I'm trying to give people the analytics of the eyeballs part. There is no, there's no, there is no analytics to this, to this. There's just, there's my little tiny uh, piece of property uh, <laughs> right next to the Bug Botanical Gardens, and uh, that's it. Love you know, it, love it. Um, On the island. Yeah, this palatial estate from 1947. <laughs> wow, it's a historic palatial estate on top of things. Yeah, historic, yeah. And, and definitely <laughs> palatial. So so how are things going out there on the island? Is it uh cooler than one ten? Well, it depends. It's probably does the swampiness count? It doesn't sure. really bother me though. I mean You're used to it now. You've been there what, how many fifty years? <laughs> no, not quite, but we're getting there. But it doesn't matter because, once again, I'd rather deal with this now and talk to me in January. <laughs> okay. 
Okay, I'll remind myself to talk to you in January. Anyway, yeah, well. uh, it, it's analytics and eyeballs. So I, I'm going what like are you we're put in the computer. We're creeping up to uh, the start of the uh, NCAA hockey season so much so that I'm going to do my first NCAA preview tomorrow at Arizona State University which, by the way, is still practicing at Oceanside, so they're not quite into that new mullet arena yet, but they're getting closer. Um, So we'll get a chance to break down uh, what's going on with Arizona State, and it's kind of nice, I think, because the guys that are freshmen get a chance to experience Oceanside and mullet arena all at the same time. Yeah, I guess. I mean, you know. um... They want to know where they came from, right? Well, Next year, the guys aren't going to be able to experience Oceanside. No, they won't even be able to see it. No. You know, for uh, it won't even exist at this time next year. Or at least it's not supposed to. That's what they, they say. Not. Well, I don't care if it still exists, but they better not still be using it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So anyway, problem. anyway, what I thought we'd do tonight is kind of just hype people up again for, for the schedules and, and things going on with each team. So we'll kind of walk through them. It'll have to be abbreviated because it's only got time for about five to seven minutes with each team if we're going to get them all in. Um, but I, I want to start with Alaska Anchorage. So uh, I'll give you some time to pull it up as well as I, I talk a little bit about it. Their season uh, gets underway September 23rd with who we think should be an NCAA school for sure, that being Simon Fraser. Uh, making the uh, trip up to Anchorage to uh, kick things off. Um, yeah, well, what, what the heck's going on? You know, guys, let's go. I mean, I, I don't know if anybody up there in – they're in British Columbia, I think, right? I believe so, yep. Uh, let's go, guys. I mean, you know, stop this craziness of being NCAA in all of your other sports. You're in uh, – I hate to sound like a stereotype, but – Gosh darn it, you're in Canada. Let's go. Yeah. Let's go already. I mean, holy shit. I mean, it's, you know, if if the two Alaska schools didn't exist in terms of, in terms of being NCAA, I could understand your argument, but they do. They do. And so That's, does Arizona State. So that gives you four well, right there. But, but let's. I mean, what is it? It's it's uh, uh, Vancouver or British Columbia, whatever section of British Columbia they're in, whatever it might be. Does it matter? It's straight south of Arizona or straight north of Arizona, so straight south to Arizona. It's in Burnaby. I don't know how, but either way, it's it's British Columbia for crying out loud. Let's go. I mean, enough. Let's 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 get this done and. So anyway, that that's where that that's who uh, Anchorage is going to open their season with. Then they're going to play the following night their Green Gold game, which is a big thing for them. It's a good fundraiser. It's great for the uh, local fans to get out and see the entire team. Um, then things start for real. They get Western Michigan at home, which is a huge, huge opponent coming into uh, Anchorage to kick off the season for yeah, them. I think that's that's an NCHC team, Paul. Was was pretty good last year. Yeah, I mean, we're 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 looking at you know a team that hasn't played a game in a few years. Uh, some of the guys are tra- you know they have some transfers in obviously, uh, as most teams do. Um, you know there are very few schools that don't take 
or haven't dipped into the portal, but obviously um, at, at, at Anchorage, they've had to do a kind of a mix. They've had a few guys there for a, a year or so already. I guess they technically are redshirting. Um, but, you know, they've got guys that came in from all over the country that transferred in uh, at different levels. You know, you have some grad students, you have some juniors and sophomores, et cetera. Okay. Um, and, you know, they're, 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 they're in situations where um, those first few games, just like we saw last year with Fairbanks, were probably going to be tough because, you know, it's one thing to play in a, in, 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 in a, um, you know, in a scrimmage or, 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 or just, you know, when you're practicing, but now all of a sudden you got to get, uh, into game situations and that's different. It doesn't matter. Um, uh, and you know, Western Michigan will definitely be a step up in intensity for opponents. Then you're going to Colorado college yeah, so so and, back and to we, back weekends with NCHC opponents. Right, so that's a, you know, uh, we've talked about ASU schedule going up on the road for those first four games, um, but hosting Western Michigan when you haven't really played as a team yet, and then going to Colorado College where you got to play in that altitude. That's a pretty tough start. Yeah, and then, then you come back, and then you're expected to beat an ACHA team like UNLV, who is going to be very, very good, at least on paper anyway. Uh, we'll see what they can do. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're an ACHA team that's going to come in, and you're expected to beat them, and who knows? I mean, you may, uh, you may find yourself with a formidable opponent in UNLV on the 14th and 15th of October. It's always possible, but you're also playing that at home, so... Um... Then, so then you got this trip, Paul. You go to Northern Michigan, October twenty first and twenty second. Then you got a week off, but then you're at Air Force and at Arizona State. Then you go to to uh, Vegas to play UNLV on their home ice, and you play Liberty, another strong ACHA D one program in Las Vegas. So, if I'm looking at this right, you get one week off, but otherwise you're on the road at Northern, at Air Force, at Arizona State. In Vegas. Well, and let's 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 give our buddy up there, Matt Chasby, some credit playing those games against uh, UNLV and playing those game those games against Liberty. Okay, um, you know, just like everybody else, they kind of had to piece together a schedule uh, for this first year back, and we know how hard that is because people have contracts for games already. Um. You know, uh, showing support for programs that are trying to, uh, I don't know what's the word we're looking for, um, prove themselves on and off the ice. I don't know if that's yeah, exactly it's a growing right, of the game is really what it is. Um, and I kind of like that playing two games in Vegas against two different teams. I kind of like that. Yeah, and those are Wednesday, Thursday. So they'll play Friday, Saturday at Arizona State. They'll take Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday off. Uh, and then they'll play yeah, Wednesday, Thursday. Trip. So, 
yeah, it's not a bad trip. And it gives the guys, you know, I mean, from the guys from Alaska, I'm sure it gives them a great time to spend a few days in Vegas. Can't argue that, can you? Uh, no, not. I mean, you would know better than I would, but uh, no. <laughs> you know, uh, and then then uh, December rolls around. They get Simon Fraser back at home again uh, for two games set. Then they go to Fairbanks. Then they uh, get Fairbanks coming back to them. So that's how December rolls. Uh, it's kind of the Battle of Alaska there, if you will. Um, then uh, the 30th and 31st of December, it's off to Massachusetts, Lowell. And um, then they'll go to Maine the first weekend in January. They'll get another uh, battle, a home-and-home with, with Fairbanks. Um, they'll go to Connecticut for a Wednesday game. And then they'll go on to play LIU three games, Paul. Now, how well, unique is that? Saturday, Sunday, and Tuesday. Yeah, well, obviously, it's very unique. Um, what are you doing for your birthday, anyway? Because that'll be right, right sandwich around there. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> You're going to watch Anchorage and LIU, my friend. <laughs> well, that's not on my birthday. But it's close. It's like a well, day or two, right? Yeah. yeah. Actually playing uh, in stores on my birthday. Okay. So you, so you got Connecticut, then you got um, LIU. you be in Connecticut's new building, by the way. Ah, nice, nice. How far is um, the stores? <laughs> that's about three and a half hours. My grandparents used to literally live right on the edge of the campus. So I'm very, or at least. Um, so so do we ferry there familiar. or do you, do you drive there? Well, I haven't gone back there, but I would probably take the ferry because it cuts time and, you know. Uh, you know, it also would depend on, say, what kind of vehicle I'd be driving. True. You know? um, True. But it still would, uh, uh, there, there would be no, I, if I'm off, then maybe it would be worth driving. But even if I'm, you know, even uh, if it's not the occasion. I'm not, it it I seems to me, though, that that's, that's quite a trip uh, coming from it Anchorage. Is. But then you're going to be in Connecticut. You're going to be on the but East Coast from Wednesday off, to Wednesday, basically. But you have a month off before that Connecticut game. And here's what I'm going to say, and, and hopefully the guys up in, in, in Anchorage are listening. Uh, LIU is not in Brooklyn. <laughs> it's just not. Uh, it's on the island. The, it, it is, but they play their games at the Northwell Health Center, which is in Nassau County, um, which is not Brooklyn. That's all. <laughs> okay. I'm okay, nice job correcting them. Then they will, uh, after that uh, week on the East Coast, they will come all the way uh, back home again to face Arizona State, who will be coming up there on March 3rd and 4th. And then the following weekend, they'll be followed by Lindenwood to close out their regular season um, with the Lindenwood Lions on, on March 10th and 11th. So a lot of exciting things going on for the Seawolves. It's hard to tell really what they have until they start playing games. I mean, that's really the epitome of it is well, that's how it, good right? will this they is, be? This is this is going to be um, like watching uh, Fairbanks last year. Right. They, 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 Fairbanks, as we know, started off slow. Even though they were competitive, they still started off slow in terms of the win column. Um, this is going to be... Uh, it, it'll be a side-by-side -side comparison. Obviously, the UNLV games and the Liberty game and 
some of those games won't count in terms of their record. But, you know, like like we said, you know, when when you got a schedule late, these are the things that happen. And, you know, there are pluses and minuses. Um, I'm not sure the schedule will look much different next year. Absolutely. Okay, so let's move on to, to Fairbanks. And um, here's the unique part about the Nanook schedule. First of all, they're going to scrimmage on the 16th and the 17th of September, Paul. That's uh, three weeks from now. Well, yeah, I mean. <laughs> and, and that's going to be on flow hockey. They're going to have the games on flow right, hockey okay. both nights. It. That's cool. And then they will get Simon Fraser on that Saturday night after uh, Simon Fraser plays in Anchorage. Right. Then things get going for real. October 1st and 2nd, Paul, they're getting American International coming to them. How big an opening series for, for Fairbanks is that? Well, I think, first of all, I mean, it's, it's, it's nice to, you know, both of the Alaska teams opening up at home. You know, that's nice. You know, the the U the mainland based teams get some extra games that way, but that's okay. Um you know, let's uh let's you know, AIC is a very good team. Uh they almost were in a position to get an at large bid in the tournament last year without winning the conference. I mean they ended up winning the conference, but still. Okay, so here's some numbers for you. October 7th and 8th, they go to St. Thomas. Then they return home for a Thursday-Friday matchup against Michigan Tech. Um, Man, oh, man. You look at that. Then the following weekend, they're off to UNO in uh, Nebraska-Omaha. Then the following weekend, they're at Northern Michigan. So how would you like that for October? You, uh, You start at home with AIC. You travel to St. Thomas, you get Michigan Tech back at home, and then you get UNO and you get Northern Michigan to wrap up the month of October. That could make or break your season, couldn't it? Well, it it, it could. I, I, I think that uh, there are some interesting parallels, right? Uh, St. Thomas and, and Fairbanks are kind of in the same position uh, out, outside of the whole conference question. But, you know, both base, you know, St. Thomas is in the second year of Division One, and Fairbanks is, is, is in their second season after the COVID season where they shut down and so forth and so on. So, um, you know, I, I think that, uh, you know, those are the kinds of parallels and things you're going to be looking for this year. At least those are the kinds of things that I'll be looking for, uh, for them to create their own storylines. They were very competitive last year. They were in Fairbanks, and they had a lot of, in, uh, you know, a lot of guys going in and out after this last season. So to see how long it takes them to kind of get on the same page again because of all the changes, that's kind of one of the stories. It's the stories with a lot of the teams we cover to see how long it takes them to get um, homogenized, so to speak. Well, and but here's the thing: like, can you play in the NCHC? It, it, a good start is is good, especially if it's non-conference and a good start into the conference season. But when you're an independent and you're playing teams like Northern Michigan, UNO, Michigan Tech, 
St. Thomas, AIC, um, you're, you're trying to build some style points and some pairwise points as fast as you can. And uh, that that's a tough road. That's a really oh, tough listen, road. It is a tough road. You're playing a lot of those teams on the road. Um, you know, you're, you know, you're playing most of them, like, but you're also getting some home during some home games early that kind of allows you to, 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 you know, form yourself as a team and, and to see what direction you have to go to before, you know, uh, you get into the, out of that first third of the season. Okay, so you get through October, you get a little time off. Now you got to go to RPI on November 18th and 19th, and then you All get right. Penn State uh, just before Thanksgiving. You get them on a Tuesday, Wednesday. So you play Friday, Saturday, Tuesday, Wednesday on the road at RPI and Penn State. Doesn't get much tougher than that one uh, time-wise and competition-wise, does it? Well, I, I think that some of these teams are – or figuring out ways when they go on the road to get as many games in as they can. I mean, without playing four days in a row, but um, getting maximizing their trips. Yeah, I mean, it just, it just makes sense because you know they'll get they'll get a couple of days off. They'll get Sunday, Monday, so right. it's not like they're playing. You know, like you said, four days in a row, but. Uh, good competition and get it all done before the Thanksgiving holiday and get back to Alaska. Yeah, I mean, you'll get back Thanksgiving morning. But, you know, unless they stay on the I don't, I can't imagine they'll stay on the road after that second Penn State game. But uh, no, because they'll be coming home to play uh, Anchorage yeah, in the first week in December. Weeks, so. So that's yeah, so weekend. they're not staying on the road. They're coming back no. Then they'll they'll have uh, Anchorage for four games uh, to get through December, uh, almost, and then New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, big trip to Notre Dame. The following Friday, Saturday, they're going to show up at the University of Denver. So you want to talk about four huge hockey games? It's well, those four. Well, those that's four games where you're going to see what they're made of. Right, that's going to be season-defining week. A season-defining week. Okay, so you finish off those two. The end of January, you, you get your friends at Anchorage for two more games, a home-and-home home series. Then you get Arizona State coming to visit you on February 3rd and 4th. Okay. Then, then this is the most unique part of their schedule that I've seen, Paul. They're going on February 10th and 11th to play at LIU. We know that trip. We know how far that is. Yes, we do. Um, then they're going to come right back, and they're going to play LIU again the next weekend, only it's going to be in Fairbanks. Goodness gracious, that's some airline miles right there, my friend. Do, do they get it? Do they get airline miles? Is that of course they do? do of course they, I don't they know how do. That works. Oh yeah, they do. They'll put okay. everybody. They'll put everybody's number into the system, and they'll all get their miles, unless they're flying charter. But I don't think they are. Well, I'm just asking because I don't know. I, I, you know, I don't. Yeah. I don't get. The yeah, they get airline places. miles. I'm just. Uh, <laughs> you know, if it's not within walking distance, I'm not really allowed to go. So. And that's walking distance within your basement, by the way. Yes, uh, anyway, so. um, the end of February, they will come to Arizona State, and then they will return back home and finish off their season with Lindenwood um, on March 3rd and 4th. So I'm guessing Lindenwood's staying in, uh, in Alaska for two weeks. 
play the third and fourth in Fairbanks and play the uh, whatever it is, 10th and 11th at uh, at Anchorage. So that, that would be my guess anyway. But And, and that would make sense. I mean. You don't want to make that about, trip twice. <laughs> no. Uh, you, also, I mean, well, you talk about airline miles. They're going to get those from in, in, at LIU. They are going to get those. That is for sure. You know? Um, yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Okay, so so we got Alaska covered. We know what they're doing. Uh, we're excited about it. We're excited about adding them to our coverage area. And now we'll uh, we'll move about as far south as you can get from them. We'll go to Arizona State. As I mentioned, tomorrow I'll be visiting with Coach Greg Powers and doing the official um, preview for Arizona State hockey as they prepare for the season. Uh, Paul, you being an alum, you, you're salivating over this because, first of all, they're going to be in the new uh, Mullet Arena. Can't but um, goodness gracious, where where is their letdown on this schedule? Anywhere you look at Arizona State, what weekend do you pick out and go, like, oh, that might not be so bad? Uh, I don't think that they have proven. You know, I mean, this is, once again, a lot of changes, a different approach even with those changes. Um, so how long does it take them to, to gel and blend? We're going to find out really fast because those four games to start the season in your old stomping grounds there um, is going to be a... It might be the most the four most important games of the season. Yeah, you talk about season defining, Paul. That that, and you and I have talked about this off uh, off air many times. Um, you go to Minnesota Duluth, you play a Saturday Sunday, then you go to Bemidji, which is only you know two hundred and eighty miles or whatever it is down Highway Two, not far, but you're going to bust there, and you're going to play them again Friday Saturday, and that's how you're going to start your season. Then you're going to come back and you're going to open up the well, home building, which will be a ton of excitement for Colgate. Well, like I said, uh, I, those four road games, when you only have 12. Okay. Now, um, when you, when you can, you, when you look at those road games, Duluth, Bemidji, Clarkson, Denver. Okay. Um, in terms of, uh, this the tier of opponents that's and 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 will the game against the fighting not sue anymore um be almost <laughs> like a road game yeah probably that'll be the fighting hawks my friend <laughs> oh is that what they call them now yeah. i'm sorry eddie i was told differently <laughs> um Anyway, the fighting nuts, too. I love it. So anyway, the ASU, uh, as you mentioned, uh, heavily dominant, the most heavily dominant home schedule, but open right. at Minnesota Duluth, then Bemidji State, then they get Coldgate to open up that brand-new Mullet Arena on the 14th and 15th. Then they get Colorado College, so they get another NCHC opponent uh, in town um, the 21st and 22nd, the second series of the uh, in the new uh, building. Then they'll make the trip on the 29th up to Vegas uh, to a sold-out T-Mobile arena to uh, play the Fighting Hawks. 
then things may get a bit easier as they get Alaska Anchorage at home. I, I mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. a risk to even say that because I don't see anything easy on this schedule. But if there was going to be a reprieve, if you will, it's the 11th and 12th of November. And then, boy, you better strap it on because starting November 18th, it is brutal. Well, that's what I just, well, that next stretch of six, that stretch of six, that's what I say. You got four out of those six games on the road. Uh, You got to travel up to Potsdam um, the week before Thanksgiving. Not going to be an easy trip. Um, You know, and then you play that other maroon and gold team for two and go up to Denver for another, those, that stretch, you know, Paul, that stretch could be a season defining as the first two weekends. It's just, just so many. So, I mean, just nobody got ducked. Let's put it that way. So you covered Clarkson at Clarkson on the 18th and 19th of November, Minnesota coming to ASU uh, the, the Friday after Thanksgiving and the Saturday after Thanksgiving, then Denver the following weekend in Denver, then at New Hampshire, uh, the 9th and 10th, which okay. might not be a, a stellar opponent to worry about, but it's the fact that you just went to Denver, you just came home, well, that's it. you I went mean, all that's, the way across the... the country again to New Hampshire. That's the the trick there. Um, how will they react after those other six games? Okay, so so they come back and they get a little time off because that's, well, that's December tenth. They'll get twenty days, twenty days. You gotta have and, finals. Yep, until they face uh, Boston College in Tempe, right. then the Desert Hockey Classic: Boston U, Air Force, Michigan Tech, and Arizona State on the sixth and seventh of January. That is going to be a fun, fun hockey classic. Oh, sure. Sure. Just make sure, you know, um, you figure out a way to get a microphone in front of the czar and just let it go. (laughs) Then things get even another interesting twist because to start the middle of January, you're going to have Minnesota State coming in, RIT coming in, and St. Thomas, who we all think is going to be markedly better than they were last year. You're going to have six straight series at home or six straight games at home um, against oh, some really, really tough opponents again. There's, listen, this is, you know, I, I, I don't, I, I'm, I'm trying not to get into this because uh, I'm not, I don't want to minimize anybody uh, because we've certainly seen where on any given day, right, if the mind is not there, and there were times last year that it wasn't. So, uh, you know, you can't take anybody for granted. No, absolutely not. But you know what? When I see, and nothing nothing against these teams, not taking away anything of these teams, but St. Thomas is in their second year of existence. Fairbanks is coming back. Lindenwood is a first-year program. Uh, then they get Fairbanks again. Then they get Anchorage, who's coming back. Then they get a third-year team in Long Island. So you've got two, four, six, eight, ten. You've got 12 games to close out your regular season where you could, if you're ready and you're ready to play, you could really be impressive. 
you could really make up. I realize that the pairwise points are not going to probably be there like playing a Big Ten school or whatever, but no. uh, you, you still, if you finish on a 12-game winning wow. streak, that's impressive. You, 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 well, depending on where you are, you might not have a choice, right? Because we, we've been there before. Boy, have we ever. Have we ever. So. I'm trying to compile my uh, magic numbers, as you love. And uh, oh, this is a tough one. Anyway. This is the brutally magic, we tough. We already know what the magic number is. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> yes, we do. It's one. <laughs> that's, that's a number. It's not the magic that's number. That's the magic number, one. <laughs> you worry about October 1st. Multiply times 22. Okay. Uh, so anyway, the Arizona State schedule, daunting um, but exciting and certainly going to be um, – if you want to talk about covering the game to grow the game, this is growing the game. When you play that caliber opponent in a schedule, you play that many home games, and your road games are stellar as well. Um, goodness gracious. If ASU comes out of this uh, with a 20-win season, they deserve to play in the tournament. Okay. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> I just want to go one and zero on October first. That's all. Okay. I just want them to okay. go one and zero on October first, and I'll worry about I'll worry about October second on October second. I, okay. I That's just the way it is. You may okay. not like it. I don't care. Uh, I know you don't care. Anyway, uh, so that that rounds out the Arizona State schedule. As I mentioned, I'll be visiting with Coach Powers and a player or two tomorrow, as we uh, put the official preview together. Um, Let's take a quick break, Paul. Let's come back and, and dial up our friends at uh, Air Force and see what they've got for us because that's next on the agenda when we come back on Analytics and Eyeballs. We'll be back in just a few minutes, folks. At Behind the Mask, we know that players are always messing with their equipment and constantly need to borrow things like tape or need a new mouthpiece during the season. Point is that just because you are fully outfitted to start the season doesn't mean you're good for the year. Make sure that you are always supplied with all of the hockey accessories you need by visiting our stores or behindthemask.com. Whether it's an extra mouth guard, wheels and bearings for your inline skates, or extra rolls of tape for your stick, at Behind the Mask, we have all the little things that can make your time at the rink go smoother. Go to any of our three Valley locations or online at behindthemask.com. Really, JR, you think you can still do this? I'm focused. You're way too old to hit that target from there. I've been listening to everything you said. It's been running any hockey player in the desert southwest and they'll all tell you the same thing we love going to the rink and sandals now you can show off your game in style with summer skates officially licensed summer skates are comfortable washable and can be designed to show off your fandom phil kessel your guy big william carlson fan or is austin matthews the man 
Have your summer skates designed to show off your favorite NHL player or shout out your own game with your own number. Team discounts and customization available too for groups of 12 or more. Thirsty after getting off the ice, our new koozies are perfect for keeping that cold one cold in the desert heat. Comfortable and durable, show up to the rink in style. An authorized retailer of summer skates, you can purchase yours through our website at icetimehockeysw.com. I can't wait to get to Las Vegas and check out the fortress. Going to see the Golden Knights? No. Stopping at Jesse Ray's barbecue for lunch. Oh, that fortress. That combination of brisket, hot links, fries, mac and cheese, surrounded by offensive ribs? I'm in. Exactly. Jesse Ray's barbecue. Located at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard, right behind the Mandalay Bay Hotel. Check out their pulled pork, smoked chicken, or the fall off the bone baby back ribs. Jesse Ray's barbecue has been voted the best barbecue in Las Vegas two years running. So whether it's a midday meal or a pregame feast, head to Jesse Ray's barbecue for all their award-winning tastes. Question, comment, let us hear from you on our text message line at 303-943-3772. From the Summer Skate Studios, this is Analytics and Eyeballs. Indeed it is Monday night, so it is Analytics and Eyeballs. Scott Strandy with you tonight from beautiful, sunny, hot Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, my co-host, as always, Paul Hornstein, out on Long Island, New York. Which, Paul, I understand there's some uh, rain and storms coming your way in the near future. There are. <laughs> stay in the basement. Just stay in the basement. Really? Yeah, I just stay in the, the basement. App. I didn't see those, but okay. Yeah, it says it's coming from the Midwest towards the east. Well, stay in the basement. You'll happens. be fine. That's what usually happens, whether or not it hits here or not, you know. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Okay, so uh, so take us to Air Force and tell us what's going well, on with, uh, as you like to say, the czar. I thought you had those teams. We've been helping out here. I said, take us to Air Force. Come on, work oh, with me. Well, <laughs> now, see, I got to pull them up because I had Lindenwood, the two I Alaska can't. schools, and... And, and ASU hooked. I thought you were taking the Colorado schools. Uh, I, well, I am, but I, I also uh, am running some ads here and some different things. So, right, well, uh, I'm I'm pulling it up. I'm pulling it uh, up. We we'll we'll get with, it. Well, we, we'll, we'll get it. Listen, we'll, we'll get it. The, we'll make this easy because we got to get to it. But it's, you know, it's really Lyndon, easy. They're going to start with well, Colorado no, College no, at the stop, academy. Stop, 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 stop. You know, um, you know, let's. The, the fact is that uh, our friends there at Lindenwood will kind of be in the same boat as our friends up there in Anchorage. So, I mean, I don't want to get repetitive in terms of, you know, um, in terms of what we say, even though we do that sometimes. You know, they're, they're basically going to be – all, you know, in the same boat that Anchorage was, that uh, Fairbanks was last year. Okay, wh who are we talking about now? I thought we were talking about Air Force. I'm getting to them. Hang okay. on. I'm trying okay. to kill time. Well, I got Air Force up. I'm ready. No, well, <laughs> if you were ready, you'd have done it before. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. 
Let's do Air Force. Listen, we'll get to Lindenwood. Well, there here's the here's the thing. They're you know last year they were one of the youngest teams. They'll still be young, but a lot of their players will have a lot more experience than they did last year. Um, well, well, well. We assume that Guy Blessing will be the goalie. Although, I mean, we've been wrong before, but yeah, you're assuming that, but we'll, we'll see what that. happens. Yep. Right. Well, I listen. Well, let's go down the schedule. We'll get to we'll get time to go through there when we do the preview stuff. Uh, well, we'll, well, I'm just saying that's that's okay. Whatever we can, whatever you want. <laughs> uh, they're going to start the season at home this year versus Colorado College on October 1st. Um, then the following weekend, they, they participate in the icebreaker tournament, which I think is just going to be so exciting. Um, I just can't figure out a way to clone myself on this one because they're going to play University of Maine on Friday night and University of Notre Dame on Saturday night. So if I go to see Denver and Notre Dame Friday night, then I'm going to see Air Force and Notre Dame uh, Saturday night, which means I'm going to miss out on Maine. Which is uh, which is tough, but I really think I, I want to see how Notre Dame plays against Denver and then the following night against Air Force. I think that's going to be a really telling point on just how good Notre Dame is because a lot of people think they're going to be pretty good. Well, we were told that already, you know. That yes, Notre we Dame were. Pretty, yeah. Um, I, you know, I, I think you're in a situation where Air Force has got these games at home to start with. Um, they will play. Uh, wow. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, thirteen. Eleven of their first thirteen games will be in the state of Colorado. Yeah. Yeah. Can't argue that, can you? If you're uh, looking for some home cooking. Well. And, and a couple of your road games are going to be at Lindenwood. Right. Well, and right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, so you got a chance to get off to a big start if you're Air Force. Okay. And, um, and Paul, the ultimate Colorado College will have something to say about that because you're playing three times. And then also, and, you're going to have some common oh, sorry, opponents because you're going to exhibition. Sorry. <laughs> and you're going to have a chance to so, see RIT, uh, or at least I might. Conference games uh, early. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Uh, know, so that's a Thursday uh, night game. That, that That's rare. A Thursday night game at the Air Force Academy? wonder what the I, deal is with that. I don't know. Well, I don't know. I, I'm sure that, listen, you're playing at home, so who cares? Yeah, but I mean, that, that Thursday night game against RIT and then Friday, Saturday, I would have Colorado College and Arizona State. So there's a possibility. But anyway, um, then you get Colorado College on the October 28th and 29th. It's a split home and home series. Um, big deal. You got to travel 15 minutes. Well, that's um, what I'm saying. You got 10 of. You yep. have the, uh, you know, including the <clears throat> exhibition game. Um, 11 of the first 13 times you'll play. You know, and funny, that doesn't say exhibition. I guess it does. <laughs> They do have the EXH behind it. I thought maybe they'd left that off. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a... you know, um, but still, you're not going anywhere for it. And you know, as well as I do, that neither coach will look at that game as an exhibition game. They already tell us that. 
Yeah, absolutely. It only says exhibition in terms of the, the, the schedule. Yep. But I don't, I don't, you and I both know that. I mean, yeah. that it doesn't matter. That's, 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 that'll, that's the quote unquote tiebreaker for the, for the local bragging rights because they'll play three times. Yeah. Um, you know, later in the month. Yep. Games that count on the schedule. But don't tell me that if somebody if they split the two regular season games, that someone's not going to say we're the better team in town because we took we won two out of three. <laughs> don't tell me that. Oh, ain't gonna absolutely, happen. that's going to happen. Absolutely. Uh, so then, then they get Anchorage uh, coming uh, there on the fourth and fifth, the Air Force Academy, and then as you mentioned, uh, they'll round it off with uh, Bentley coming on the eleventh and twelfth of November. That's a- that's a big, like I said, that's a big home that's stretch. Big, yeah, it's a big that's home a stretch. Big long stretch. You know, well, uh, they're not you talk in about, a new building like ASU is. So no, but you talk about Frank and the way he builds his team for the future, uh, not for the future, but for the uh, season. Uh, yeah, for the end of the season, where he wants to get stronger and stronger. But he could build himself a pretty nice record heading yeah. into uh, AIC and another conference matchup. It would be his. Uh, third series in the conference yeah, on know, the they, 19th they, and 20th. They have, they have a chance to get off to a really good start in the league. You know, they're, they're you know, they're, they're going to be, and I, I guess, you know, you can ask him at some point what happened with that scheduling, why they, I mean, not, not, not that anybody cares, got to play him anyway, but it is a very interesting piece of scheduling to start with those conference games early like that. Um, but I guess you're getting them at home. So, once again, take advantage of the fact that RIT's got to travel to you. And uh, even if they have their legs together, you know, under them as a team, they don't have their legs underneath them in Colorado Springs. No, so, exactly. Um, and then you got, um, they, they go to AIC, they go to Mercyhurst, but then they come back and they spend December at home until they, uh, they head out to the Desert Hockey Classic. So they'll get uh, a weekend with Holy Cross, and then they'll have a three-week break before they get Canisius. Um, right, you're going to have a lot of home games in your conference schedule early. Um, yeah, I mean, by the time you get to that Desert Hockey Classic, you could have yourself in a really good position, or you could be going like, what the heck happened? Yeah, I don't think there's any. Like I said, you know, since we're not really going to get into their roster, but we know that they have just about everybody returning. And yep. yep. So if they get any, you know, so that we're going to try and do this late, like we always do things, might not really be a factor because they'll have so much experience coming back that they may not have to, quote, unquote, wait to come together. I mean, you look yeah. at all the guys they have coming back, and Willie Ream and Nate Horn and Will Gavin and and and, and those guys from a leadership standpoint. And, um, and, and You're going to run us out of time. Luke, I know. Well, that's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> but you get the point. I mean, uh, I think Airport Air Force won't surprise. I don't know if they'll. I don't know if the surprise is the right word, but um, I, I think they'll be one of the feel-good stories for the year. Yeah, I agree. And, and their home stretch, and I'll try to go through this quickly because we're really, we got three teams left. Uh, <laughs> uh, Holy Cross, 
Uh, they'll be at Holy Cross uh, early or mid-January. Then they'll go home for two with Niagara. Then they'll go to that uh, vaunted rivalry series at Army this year on the 27th, 28th of January. Then they come home to get Mercyhurst. They go back to Sacred Heart. They come back and play AIC at home, and they go to RIT to finish out the regular season. The difference with all of the teams that we cover and Air Force and everybody else is you just look at the playoff. AHA first round, AHA quarterfinals, AHA final four, then the NCAA regionals. That's a lot of playoff hockey, Paul. Well, potentially, and, I, you know, I like, by the way, and they, they will play in two new buildings this year, our friends at Air Force. Yes, they will. They'll play at ASU's new building, and Sacred Heart's new building should be open by then. So, Yep. So anyway, so that gets us through Air Force. Now let's jump into, uh, who's next on the list? Let's go to, let's leave, the, let's leave the, and the NCAA champions for last. So let's go on to uh, to Lindenwood since you have them, and that'll give me time to get Colorado College pulled up. I can't take you anywhere. Um, well, let's just say that they're going to get those frequent flyer miles racked up. And the bus miles, by the way. There's four, four at least four bus trips. Oh. You, well, yeah, I mean... Uh, Minnesota might be a bus trip. Uh, the other team uh, that lost in the Frozen Four probably be a bus trip. Uh, the games they play on the East Coast probably will not be. Well, well, I was told they're traveling to Michigan and they're traveling to Minnesota and they're traveling somewhere else. I can't remember that by bus. So I know the first two series uh, at Minnesota and at Michigan will be by bus. Um, let me see I'm who else they have. Wisconsin. Yes, Wisconsin is also a bus trip. And um, who is the last one? Was it North Dakota? It could be well, a bus trip. I don't trip. know. You would know that geography better than I would. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's four bus trips, and I think that would include North Dakota. Because I don't think Vermont's a bus trip. No. So anyway, um, our good friend Rick uh, Zombo opening up with the Gophers on the first and second at Minneapolis at Mariochi Arena. And then they're going to follow that up the very next weekend by going to play Michigan, which is going to be just just brutally tough. And then come off of that four-game stretch and they get Air Force. It's at home, but boy, Air Force is going to be chomping at the bit to just really do some damage, I think. Well, I, I, I think that... Uh... You would think that that that's good, that would be the case. Um, I, I I think that uh, you're in a situation where um, everything is going to be new for this team, and once again, kind of comparing them with Anchorage, and then because they'll both be quote unquote first year. Now we know obviously that Anchorage is got history but you know they haven't played for two years so okay so let me let me ask you or let me tell you about this stretch and then ask you uh, <laughs> how in the world you put this you put this one behind you eventually um starting october 22nd 23rd you're at aic the following weekend you're at bentley the following weekend you're at army 
Then you got a week off and you're at Wisconsin. Then you got uh, a couple weeks off because you get to mid-December, you're at Denver. Then the end of uh, the year, December 30th and 31st, you're at Vermont. Then you come back and open up January at North Dakota. Uh, listen, that, this, this, oh, is, this is, this, you know. I mean, How do you get through that schedule? I, 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 I'm sure that we're not the only ones asking that question. Um. We Paul, know. that's 14 games against really, really good NCAA opponents. Of course. Well, you know, when you're when you're an expansion team, everybody's good. Yeah, well, true, but I mean, holy cow. Those are the that's a cream of the crop. That that's a potential group of uh, I mean, teams that could be in the NCAA tournament. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's just, you know, uh, you know, once again, we 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 he, you know, Rick Zombo has told us, you know, this is what you have to do when, you know, you're you're in the game late and you have to just take what you can get to get games in. Okay, so you get through that 14-game stretch, Paul. Guess what? You're going to LIU. Uh, and we already know that LIU is going to be markedly improved uh, just based on what they've done and uh, on and off the ice to uh, make their program better. Then you finally get another more, a couple of home games. You play Stonehill. In uh, team mystery, yeah, at, at the Centene Community Ice Center on February 10th and 11th. But then here's how you end the season, Paul. Oh my goodness, this is brutal. You go to Arizona State on the 17th and 18th of February. You get the U.S. Team Development I Program. Were those games at home. I think they're on the road. I think they're well, on the that's road. What the, that's what the website says, but I thought originally. I think they were originally, but I think now they have they have turned them back around and they're on the road. But okay. we'll, we'll double check when we get closer to it. But then you go to Fairbanks, and then, as I said, you'll probably stay there probably. and uh, play that two-week stretch, uh, two in Fairbanks, two in Anchorage. So um, there are three stretches of this Lindenwood schedule, which are absolutely brutal. The, the opening two weekends, that 14-game stretch on the road, um, and then closing out the season at Arizona State, at Team Development, at Fairbanks, and at Anchorage. That's eight more games that are brutally tough. So um, whatever the Linden Lions come out with with a record should just be patted on the back and go like, man, well, just for playing listen, this schedule, you win. That's just surviving the season. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, um, just – you know, it'll be like any other expansion team. Show progress from the beginning of the season to the end of the season. It may not be reflected in the wins and losses. But if you show improvement and show that you're, uh, you're, you're getting what it's like to play big-time college hockey, because a lot of these guys, obviously, I mean, he's got, you know, you know, they have some transfers like everybody else. But. You know, you have to show improvement. Yep. It may not be strictly in the win-loss column, but still. Okay, so we got two teams left to go, both Colorado schools, both uh, about, mm, I don't know, half an hour either direction from where I'm at. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, so we had Chris uh, Mayotte on. We talked to him about uh, his team and his schedule and all of that good stuff. Here's what I think when I look at the Tigers' schedule. Based on what I know that they did last year and the improvements that they made coming in this year, 
You have an exhibition at Air Force, which, by the way, they don't have exhibition by. <laughs> well, but whatever. it is. We know it's, it's, we, we, yeah. you know, we, it is, but it isn't. Okay, so then you get Anchorage at home to open the season. You go to St. Lawrence. You go to Arizona State. You come back for a home-and-home home with Air Force. Man, oh, man, that is a, is a big stretch for Chris Mayad and the Tigers because if they can come out of that with a positive winning record, uh, and then start conference play at Min- or with Minnesota Duluth coming to um, Robeson Arena, you are looking at a possibility of, of, of a tournament team because now you play your NCHC schedule, which includes Minnesota Duluth at home and then at Miami and then St. Cloud State at home and then at Minnesota Duluth. So you've got an eight-game stretch there where and I'm not going to take anything away from any of those teams because they're all good in the NCHC. But boy, oh boy, by December, you could be in some nice shape if you're Chris Mayotte. And I'm sure he's pushing for that because if you're over 500, let's say, coming into that stretch, then December you you have Omaha, you have uh, a two-week break, and you play Princeton uh, over the uh, New Year's holiday. Then you go to St. Cloud State in January. You get Western at home. You have a split series with Denver, a home-and-home. Home. You go to Omaha. You go to Western. And then you get North Dakota at home and the split series with Denver at home. So it, this, to me, Paul, this schedule sets up really well for a Colorado college team, which we think is going to be much improved. Well, I, I, you know, we definitely think that. Um I don't want to sit here and, 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 and be like, well, they're going to shoot for fourth place. But remember, fourth place in this conference usually gets you in a tournament. And it gets you a home playoff series. Okay. Um, you know, they've got basically 10 non-conference games. And, you know, uh, if you go 8-2 and two in your non-conference games, you know, that sets you up really nicely. You know, especially if you win the home games, and you should. Um, you know, an eight and two in non-conference, and you know that's that's the formula that most of the NCHC teams use, right? Win your non-conference games or most of them, and then go five hundred in the league. That's the formula, and it, so. and it typically is a good formula. Okay, so let's jump to Denver. We've talked a little bit about this as well, uh, so it's nothing really new. They're going to open with an exhibition on October 1st against UNLV. Kudos to David Carl for, uh, for seeing and having the vision to know that another team coming in that has a desire to move to the NCAA level, give them a shot. Um, as Coach told me last Monday, that uh, he'd, like, he'd like to give them the opportunity to see what it's like to play in a big-time NCAA environment. And what more? than playing against the NCAA reigning champions. Yeah, and that's, that's you know, a horrible way to open up, you know. Um, <laughs> you know, nothing like throwing your, you know, putting your head right in the lion's mouth to start with. <laughs> then they play the icebreaker, so they'll play Notre Dame and Maine on the 7th and the 8th. Then they go to UMass, and this is a little bit of a revenge trip, I think, oh. uh, against UMass. They, 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 they want to show them that, hey, you messed with the Tiger last year. Oh, pardon me. You messed with the Pioneer last year, and uh, now you're going to get the Pioneer again, only this time we're coming in as NCAA champions. Uh, listen, you're, you're talking about uh, opening up with Notre Dame in two games at UMass, and then 
coming home for Providence, who has a tendency to be a little bit of a late season team, but you're getting them at home. Um, that's a pretty darn good opening six games before you once again hit early conference play. And early conference play means uh, the end of October you get at Miami, which is November a place they struggle. Yeah, which it is, is a place that they yes, struggle. Yes, it is. Regardless um, of what Miami's team is in terms of of on the ice, Denver seems to struggle there all the time. Well, the NCHC is no slouch, and uh, no, any time just... you go on the road, it's it's not easy. Yeah, then but they that's, come home. That's one of that... those. That's one of those matchups that there always seems to be somebody that has your number, no matter how good or how bad they are, and always seems to be a house of horrors. Somebody is a house of horrors for somebody else. Um, and, and Miami in Oxford, Ohio is that place for Denver. Well, I don't think they fare all that well at Michigan, uh, Western Michigan either. So I think well, both those schools you know, might but, have their but, number. But. Yeah, but let's let's also be realistic in what, at least for the last five or six years, has been the talent level in the two places. Yeah, and a lot absolutely. of people and a lot of people struggle at Boston. Okay, so so they go to um, Miami, then they come back. They get St. Cloud State at home. Then they go to North Dakota. Then they come home for four in a row. Omaha for two, Arizona State for two. I think by the end of that Arizona State game, uh, the second game, they're going to know where they stand uh, because here's what happens after that. They do have to go to Minnesota Duluth, which I think uh, is going to be a challenge, but not like past seasons. I just don't think Duluth is quite there this year. Um, and then they come home on this stretch. They get Lindenwood. They get Alaska Fairbanks in their own building, and they get Miami in their own building. That for the national championship or national champions, that should be six games where you really get healthy and get comfortable. Then I argue that. Then you walk into uh, the end of January. But, you go to St. Cloud. Right. You split with uh, Colorado College, home and right. home. Right. You get North Dakota at home. Right. You get Minnesota Duluth at home. Right. That's a nice stretch of home games. Nice stretch of home games. And by the way, I just I want to, you know, we could sit here and say get comfortable, but you know, coaches. Hate <laughs> they hate games. that word. They yeah. Hate, well, they hate those games because you. It's a no-win situation. If you win, ugh, you're supposed to win. If you lose, it's the end of the world. Yep. So you get through that stretch with Minnesota Duluth, and then the last weekend of February, you make that vaunted trip to Western Michigan, which is always a hated trip for them. It's always towards the end of the year. They're never really uh, loving that that trip to Western Michigan. Then you come home to close out the regular season with uh, – Colorado College and another home and home. First one at Magnus, second one at Robeson. And uh, then you jump into the NCHC playoffs. And a lot like what I said with uh, with the AHA and the Atlantic Hockey Association playoffs, the NCHC playoffs are brutally tough because every team is unbelievably good. Quarterfinals will be March 10th and uh, to the 12th, the best out of three in the campus site. And that's where you talk about that getting the top four, right? Because you get yeah. that first series at home. Yep. And that can propel you because you win that series, guess what? You're off to the frozen faceoff. Yeah, and you're going to play. That's a big step, especially for a team like Colorado College. 
Well, that, that, like I said, I mean, if you sit here and just, you know, play the norms, you, we, 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 the, the odds are that the top three will be North Dakota and, and Duluth and Denver. Um, that's the, not necessarily in that order, but still, uh, the expected, you know, most people would, and I'm sure that when they have the so-called media poll for the September 22nd is media day. So we'll do that just before that. But I'd be shocked if it, those aren't one, two and three in some order. Yeah, I would be too. Um, so you're really fighting for that number four spot. You want to, that, you want to if you're Colorado College anyway, you want spot. that one because that's, that's a the big, big spot. Oh, brutally big, because you get that you get that matchup at home for the quarterfinals, and then right. if you're off to the frozen faceoff, and then anything can happen, and right. then you go through the frozen faceoff, and, and you're into the NCAA tournament. Right, because the frozen faceoff is a one and done. Yes, sir. So. Uh, when it comes to one and dones, anything can happen in one game. And here's and, the thing with the one and done, though, in the in the frozen faceoff ball. Yes, it's one and done, but it doesn't mean your season's over. Denver lost the first well, it round. Could, it could. It could, but it also means that it's not a true one and done because you, you can advance on to the tournament and win a national championship like Denver did. Could. Matter of fact, could. David Carl told me that, that I don't know if, how long it's been since the team won the frozen faceoff actually won the national tournament. Well, listen, it's, it's the advantage of being the best conference in the country, right? Yeah. Yep. Without a doubt, you know, um, and that's why you want to get at least to that four spot. So you can have that first round series at home and, and, and make everybody else travel. And once again, if you get that fourth spot in that league during a regular season, you know there's a pretty good chance that you're in the NCAA tournament almost regardless of what happens in the quarterfinals. Almost. Yep, absolutely. Okay, we got through them all. We uh, we ran a little late, but we got through them all. We're running out of time, so um, we'll tell everybody to join us tomorrow night. The, uh, the Starmans are on tomorrow night. Dave and Shireen are going to join us. Um, that, that'll that be a great show. There's so yeah, much insight there, so much hockey knowledge. So we'll look forward to having them on tomorrow night. Uh, we'll say, uh, take it away, my friend. Yeah, I'm just going to shut up tomorrow night and listen to you guys. Um, <laughs> yeah, probably not. Um, from the Summer Skate Studios, analytics and eyeballs have been brought to you by Jorines and Suites. Jory Plaza, Lake Buena Vista, the newest official Disney World hotel. Is booking now for stays starting this October at joyhotels.com. Metro by T-Mobile switch to our $60 a month plan, which includes an Amazon Prime membership, but you must see one of the stores for details. Buy Summer Skates, whether you use your own name and number or that of your favorite player, show off your game and style with personalized shower shoes and koozies. See Summer Skates for more information. From Behind the Mask and BehindTheMask.com, no one knows goalies' needs better than we do. See the website for our Three Valley locations and more. Liberty University, strengthen your faith and your game at the premier ACHAM1 program on the East Coast at liberty.edu. Jesse Ray's Barbecue at 5611 South Valley View Boulevard in Las Vegas. And our new location, 
at 308 North Boulder Highway in Henderson, where our food can be summed up in one word, perfection. Buy M-Drive supplements to fuel and refine your drive at mdriveformen.com. Peterson Toyota, our staff at 4455 South College Avenue in Fort Collins, works hard to make sure you get the right car that fits your needs, new or pre-owned. Jets Pizza, more than just great pizza, you'll love our wings, sidekicks, and more. Find the location near you at jetspizza.com. And by Caesars Entertainment Resorts and Casinos, where the action is from the Atlantic to the Pacific and around the world. Analytics and eyeballs and all of the Ice Time Hockey West podcast are live every week on the Podbean app. Available for download at the iTunes Store, Podbean, Google Play Store, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, on the TuneIn app, wherever you get your podcasts from. Ask Alexa to turn on your ITHSW podcast. Analytics and eyeballs from the Summer Skate Studios is a part of the IcetimeHockeyWest.com network. Very well done, my friend. I will also remind people that you can download uh, the the podcast like Paul just mentioned. We are less than 600 downloads away from 30,000 since we started this. So that's a nice milestone to hit. Let's see if we can do it by September 1st. So that means you got tonight, tomorrow night, and uh, Wednesday night to just tell your friends about the podcast, get on there, download it, and let's see what we can do uh, in a very short period of time. So we'll say goodnight with little Roger Klein, the Peacemakers. Hello, new day. Good night, everybody.